Uh, thanks a million for joining us. The PwC All Stars Awards are on the 1st of November, Friday night. It's an incredible thing. I always find the All Stars is a very funny one for GA, Mark, because it's such a team game and humility is prized so much and nobody ever wants to kind of make it about them over the team. But this is the one night where it happens. And I don't know, now that you're kind of not playing anymore, do you find that you value those kind of getting those accolades and being on the team of the year three times as you were more than you did perhaps at the time? Yeah, I suppose going back, they started in the 70s and looking enough, uh, watching my uncle win all stars and you know win all Ireland's and it was it was the thing we wanted to do. Obviously, winning winning all Ireland medal first, but then obviously win the all star. And if any player says you know it's not about winning stuff you know they're lying because it's 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 a lovely thing to to win an all-star and um you you you'd even see it the night of the all-stars you'd see the players that get the all-stars they're absolutely beaming you know and it's it's you know if you get to a final and if you lose it's 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 little consolation but it's still a it's still a nice thing to have and it's something that you you'll have forever and uh it's something that you can look back on and you know have good memories so it's it's it, you know they're always good nights, but it's it's what I find with them as well. It's they're nights for the winners, you know. So yeah. this year Dublin they won the All Ireland. It's it's a win-win for them because they're going to have six or seven All Stars in the team, and you know it's 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 really a night for the champions. If you think of your you know 2006 and 2007, you were All Ireland champion. 2011, you'd lost to Dublin. Like, is it is it a completely hollow experience? Or is there still the kind of a solace of like, geez, I, had, I played really well this year and I had one of my best ever years. We didn't do it, but I did. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of you're so near yet so far, but you know, it's, it, as you said, coming from winning in All-Ireland and, and ex experiencing the night of the All-Stars and getting your All-Star and then losing in All-Ireland and getting your All-Star, it's a completely different feeling. And you kind of, half of you doesn't want to really be there, you know, yeah. and it's, it's uh, but you, you're still very proud of the fact that you win an All-Star and it's, it's something that you'll treasure. Probably the best night though is the night, the night or the year that you win the All-Ireland. Yeah. You get crowned, it's the icing on the cake. De definitely, yeah. because if you win it, your, your, your team is going to have five or six, so there's going yeah. to be a good few oh, lads party. celebrating. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, it's so like a continuation almost of what you've already kind of uh, exactly, enjoyed yeah. a month or two yeah. before. Like and you're yeah. seen as probably the leading light who helped with your county win the All-Ireland. Sure, exactly, yeah. Johnny, when you won in 2010, like, I mean, there, it, it's a funny one for you because that year, Kildare absolutely had a chance to win the All-Ireland and you're probably in the same boat as Mark there thinking about what might have been. But at the same time, when it's not Kerry and there isn't five All-Stars a year forever, for a county like Kildare, it does mean, um, it does mean that more for the county and for your club and everything like that to win an All-Star. Yeah, absolutely. It was. I remember Kildare... Um, I had two All Stars statue myself and Peter Kelly. And I remember late in the night when we had a few a few beers too many. We were two of us were into the corner and the game had bolted and a few of us were talking about no next year we'll be here and you know you were sort of delighted in one half but you were sort of reminiscing and you were looking at the the down boys and the Cork lads had won, um had won the All Ireland and thinking you know we're not we're not too far away from this and so it'd be a little bit it was a little bit different than maybe what what Mark would have experienced in the fact that. Did one, you know, have been there after being beaten in a final? To me, it was it was it was a different experience. And I remember the first time I was nominated was was uh, 2007, and I never forget that we were on holidays in in Portugal. I remember the phones that beeped, there was loads of texts coming in, and I was just imagine like because I grew up, I suppose, you know, 
when uh, Bank of Ireland sponsored and the father come home with the, the poster and you'd be oh, looking yeah. at all the teams <laughs> and yeah. you know and I had them all up in the room as a young lad and all of a sudden the first thing that came into my head imagine I could be on this picture so it was a, it was a different experience but the big thing for me the real you know you talked about you know the um, whether it's a team game and all that stuff and it is absolutely and you probably do value a little bit more when you finish but for me was they, they asked me to, to bring it down to the club one night um, you know, it was the first All-Star, the only All-Star we had in the club. And I remember in 2000, Ken Doyle, who was a cousin of mine, got nominated. We were sure he was going to, Kildare won a Leinster, we were sure he was going to get it. And he was, you know, pipped at the post. It was a fierce disappointment. And going to the club, and the club was jammed to the, it was like, it was a celebration of all the good work that was going on in the club. It was just, I happened to be the one bringing it back. But that gave me huge pride. Um, yeah. It was a big night, and, and uh, there was people getting pictures taken with it. And, you know, it was it was a massive thing for we'd be a small small enough club. It was a massive thing for the club. So that was the standout thing for me. Yeah, you, you mentioned the the posters there, and a very funny story about. And it was like you'd see the posters. They were up in my grandmother's house. It, the, the place was a shrine to my uncle Party, and she used to have all the the, the, the posters of Party when he was got his All Stars. But what they used to do when you get your All Star the following morning, the photographers would be there in the hotel the morning after the All Stars. And so you you take your picture, you put on your jersey. So 2004, Paul Galvin, he was the 1,000 All-Star, and he came down. Now, he was he had a good night the night before, <laughs> so the poster came out. Anyway, he looked as if he'd done 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. <laughs> and uh, so he got an awful hammering in the dressing room after as a result. But I remember my brother Dara then in 2006, he got an All-Star, and um, there was a photographer. That when we were going in, getting the All-Stars, he said, listen, you take my photograph tonight because I'm not taking one tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can actually see a lot of those photos on the PwC All-Stars app. It's well worth going back through the archives. You see some of those next morning photos that you're talking about. There are a few of them there. I think I think you might have had one one or two. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, Paul's one in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check that one out. <laughs> but it's more than Paul. Is we'll check yours as well. We'll talk about 2019, so I'll get to the team in a second, um, Anthony. But like... Uh, two nominations um, for Ross Common in uh, Connor Cox and Niall Daly, which is a fair reflection, or maybe it's not a fair reflection, but uh, I suppose it illustrates a very good year for you guys, like uh, uh, winning Connacht, beating Galway and Mayo away from home, getting that win, the Super 8's not been really that far off if you take the Throne game as the first game of, of that series, you know. Um, there's a lot to work on for you guys going, going forward. It's a brilliant year. Yeah, a huge amount to work on for next year. That's that's the challenge, really. Uh, second year is always going to be difficult for a management team in there, but we'll be looking to build for sure. Um, four points that day against Tyrone, yeah. we were very close. Uh, a couple of missed chances, missed frees. So there are small margins, a bit like maybe Kerry in the All Ireland final replay. There was a few wides there as well on that day, um, and it's hard to train for that with a young team or a new team. Um, but it, you have to become battle hardened and take your chances when you get them. But that's an area that we, we'd like to improve on. Yeah. But, uh, very satisfying, very satisfying to win in, in Mayo, first time in 33 years. And I think the supporters really, you know, they couldn't believe it that night yeah. and, uh, to win in Galway. You know, two away matches and they don't come bigger than Mayo and Galway in the country. I know, yeah. So delighted for the two guys, uh, for Niall. Um, he's playing. Um, you know, with his club, they're probably favourites to win the club championship, and they're marking the Smiths there on Sunday, um, in, in in a local derby in the semi final. And uh, Connor Cox was a revelation for us this year, and he was so delighted to get the chance uh, to play. And it was, yeah. you know, he's brought us 
real progress going on and now back living in us now and so it was great uh, a great a great story and uh, absolutely one, one that I suppose all the fans really got to adore Connor during the league. He yeah. had great performances during the league as well. Yeah, super, super player. Um, I know you're not together and they're, they're with their clubs and all, but like as a group, does something like, you know, the, the, like the All-Star nominations coming out, does it sort of, is there a kind of a collective feeling of, Jesus, that's brilliant for the lads, or, you know, is, is it a kind of more of an individual thing? Yeah, there would be, there would be for sure, because they're, they're a close-knit group. Really, there, yeah. wouldn't, there, there wouldn't be a massive playing population, and it's not as big a county as you know the Kerrys or the Corks, you know. But they're closely, you know, there's a lot of them guys live together and you know pal around together and go to the gym together, even though they're rivals with club football mm. and it's down to county semi final stage now. Um, so they they'd be delighted. Um, I suppose both of them are man of the match in you know the semi final yeah. and in the college final, and probably a few near miss as well. Davy Murray and Ronan Daly was was also had a brilliant year. That's nice it, brother yeah. and. Um, you know they're they're two good defenders, so you know they have. You know it, it's it's a great uh, spur for most of the players really to to drive on for next year. And yeah, um, yeah it's it's uh, it is a small bit disappointed we're not in Division One. It was a close call. We just uh, it was a very very tough call against uh, Tyrone and a decision that probably you know cost us Division mm. One status. But um, yeah, really really delighted and really looking forward to getting back in the training field. Great, and that's the thing actually, because we're look, looking at this year's team, there's 45 nominations, and I think most counties will say, God, we could have had another one or two there, Johnny, you know, we were talking about Tyrone before we even came on air, talking about them only getting three, it just shows, like, there's such strength and depth in football at the moment, and so many good players in so many good counties that, you know, even getting into this 45 is a massive achievement at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is, there's no doubt about it, I mean, you think of all the players all over the country that it, that it you know, would love to be to be going up on the night and with a bit of hope, you know, because um, that's what you, you have to live on. But I suppose, like everything else, when you go, you want to win one, and that's mm -hmm. that's the other side. But just look at, you could make justification for any of those forty-five to be to be on the team. Um, obviously, you know, in, it's probably an unfair um, reflection of the All Stars, where you know it's the it's the players that are playing the big games and on, on the TV are going to get most exposure, um, which is you know which is. You could maybe go through a whole league campaign and not kick a ball um, for one reason or another, miss two rounds of the championship and still end up on the All-Star team, which is a little bit unfair Like if you're, if you're judging it on the year. It probably is a better way of doing it in regards to collecting points along the way or something like that. But look, at, there's, you, we'll go through them, I suppose, a lot closer. Um, but yeah, there's the 45 that were chosen, you, know, you could probably have justified putting another maybe 10 with that, I think, and, and yeah. still still didn't be, be worth her play, so it's a, it's, it's a fantastic achievement at the end of the year. Yeah, well, the, of the 45, there's 13 from Dublin, 9 from Kerry, 6 from Donegal, which um, is a surprise to some, although they did only lose one game uh, this year, 4 from Mayo, 3 from Tyrone, 3 from Meath, 2 from Roscommon, as we talked about, 2 Armagh, one, and then 1 each from Cork, Clare and Cavan, so it's a, it's a wide-ranging um, it's a wide-ranging net, but it's also a lot of Dublin nominations, which you kind of you would expect. Starting with the goalkeepers, then the nominations uh, Mark are Stephen Cluxton, Sean Patton, and Shane Ryan. I think Shane Ryan, like it, a, a brilliant kind of first year in goal for Kerry, and it. I suppose what I was going to say about this is we were talking earlier on in the year about the performances of Sean Patton and Niall Morgan, who wasn't kind yeah. of counted as one of these and Cluxton and talking about how we're in a different era for goalkeepers and we've never had it as good. Shane Ryan has put himself in that conversation, but 
I didn't expect two or three months ago to have this as an open and showcase that Stephen Cluxton probably one of his best every years. Oh yeah, and like, you know, the three keepers that are there, you just take Patton first, he was a revelation for Donegal this year. His kickouts, um, the way he was pinging him at Murphy, you know, he, he was outstanding and he really added to Donegal's game, even against Kerry, I, I watched him closely that day. Um, you know, he has it, he can kick it left side, right side, and, and he can put it right into your chest as you're running into the, into the play. With, with Shane Ryan, if you ask me at the start of the year, an area where Kerry needed to work on, well, one of the areas they needed to work on was their goalkeeper. Shane Ryan has come in. What I was really impressed with this year was uh, the way, when, when Dublin went at Kerry in the, the last 10 minutes of the, the drawn match, he kept his cool, he was still going for his sharp kickouts when he was under serious pressure. Uh, Dublin were putting on a huge high press, press and you know he's a big lad he plays out the field with his club um, he was brought in with Damon Fitzmaurice two years ago as an outfield player he sees himself as a footballer um, and you know he, he's finally you know Peter Keane has told him look you're going in goal and uh, he's had a great year and as you said but for Cluxton having an ama amazing year you know you'd be saying Shane Ryan for an all-star mm. but Cluxton look different class to be honest and, and what he has done at the age where he's at every player in that Dublin team looks up to him he's a real leader even when he's under pressure if he makes a mistake if a ball goes out if, if an opposition team gets it he just gets back he gets into his groove <coughs> uh, what an impressive footballer and there's yeah. no doubt but he has to get the, the goalkeeper any objections yeah I suppose he says on the first day um, the drone match um, that they kept carrying it, or they kept uh, doubling in it, yeah. for sure. And I suppose we all know how good he's at the kickouts. I thought his kickouts this year were probably better than ever. Um, you know, he was under tremendous pressure on the press by Kerry on the first day, yeah. and he still held, held his nerve. And he's the guy who's brought the kickouts and that system of play uh, to the level that everyone can benefit yeah. from. Um, I've been Sean Patton, and he's 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 probably can kick it longer, but he's plays. He, Donegal played a system of opening up behind him or to the wings mm. either side of, of, of uh, Murphy and you know he was, he was extremely brilliant on, on his long kickouts kick and accurate. Probably was a bit, my, may have been in, in, in uh, Donegal's match that they lost against Mayo probably you know might have said he could have got a you know, save on one or mm. two of the, the Mayo goals that evening in Castlebar um, you know but um, and again Shane Ryan was really yeah, he, he, he did really step up. Probably could have been at fault as well for a very high, a high ball in the league final mm. down here in Co Park. So, mm. um, you know, he was suspect that day. Um, and, uh, you know, Mayo capitalised a bit on that. So, th there'd be two areas that, that uh, if you were in opposition, you'd probably be trying to target him on the high ball. But even with Ryan, do you know, for the drawn match, the, the, uh, there was a ball going over the bar for, for Dublin yeah. and he managed to he managed to stop the ball from going over the bar mm. down the field and uh, Killian Spillane got a goal. That's a four point turnaround yeah, there yeah. straight away. And you know, on another year he'd be getting an all star, you know. But I think the I think the big thing with Shane Ryan you highlighted, Mark, is is, you know, for some guy that started as a young lad playing the goals and playing the goals all his life and all of it, so he's a different mindset than an outfield player. Yeah. An outfield player is thinking just that bit differently, you know, and his his it's no longer just about you know his his, his pass and his he's nearly turned into a 
an extra defender when he's yeah. and he's a, he's a really uh, big presence and that's that's massive. That ball coming around the square, and you know there's a guy yeah, coming, you, yeah. you know, and it's coming hard. So exactly yeah. in his in his head. So that for me was it was a big plus for Kerry. The other thing I think going back to Stephen Cluxton and look at you know we could talk all day about how, how good he is and he's he's changed goalkeeping as we know it forevermore. Mm. Um, but the big thing for me was you know his kickouts are second to none, but. You know, there was a lot of really good saves, particularly oh, yeah. particularly in both all Ireland finals. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's maybe a credit to, to Kerry in lots of ways, the way they went about their business. A lot of teams took up against Dublin and go defensive, and they don't put enough pressure on the Dublin defence. What Kerry did, got through, you know, there was... Um, O'Shea had a great chance. Um, Paul Murphy, Paul super Murphy, chance. Yeah, and Stephen then Stephen O'Brien, yeah. you know. And they were big, big saves, you mm -hmm. know, for, for a keeper mm -hmm. in, in key matches. So, to me, while the others did really, really well, there's yeah. only one winner. Yeah. There's years when we've talked about Cluxton as an all-star nominee and he mightn't have made a save all year. He was yeah, actually exactly. a, goal, a real yeah. goalkeeper this year. And yeah. under When Kerry decided the high ball was the way to go for the first five balls in in the replay, he was well able for that too, and that people always suspected that might be an issue. But even at one stage, Marky came out and, and, and instead of like just fisting it out anywhere, he fisted a pass out to the sideline almost. Yeah. And as you say, out to the sideline, out mm. of danger. If you if you fist it out the middle, there's a danger the ball could come back in. But he just has that. He's so clever, you know. He's, he's and uh, he's been there since zero one, and the experience he's gained down through the years. He's uh, he's. The most championship appearances, you know, he's yeah. just an incredible footballer. He, he looked far more agile this year than he yeah. ever did. Oh, absolutely, age, and yeah. uh, that's a testament to the work that he does away from the training pitch. But you are correct as saying that teams before would have targeted a high ball on Cluxton and the Dublin full back line in some way trying to get past him. Yeah. Uh, but this year, his high ball positioning and his clearances. Um, but to go back to, to to the goalies and being able to kick with both feet now. Um, mm. You see, packing it, they're, they're, they're out of mm. kick. So they're trying to disguise as well which side the kick yeah. is now. So yeah. it's, a new, it's actually a new part of, of that. <laughs> always <laughs> one goalie, you'd always kick, you knew where it was going, but now they can run up and kick to the left corner or to the right corner, then they'll disguise. Yeah. So. Uh, more innovations to come, I'm sure. We're agreed on Cluxton. Uh, <laughs> I think it was worth talking about. We'll probably talk about it more when we get to the, to the to Footballer of the Year in a while. But on to the 18 defenders, we can only pick six. We can pick six defenders as we can with the forwards in a while in any position but of the backs probably looking at a full back line you know at least in theory anyway mark uh there's a couple i think that are just nailed on here probably throughout the team but uh who would you be looking at as a as a full back line as a full back line well do you know the way it, you're right the way the all-stars the way they have them this year you can just have any six backs but the way i see it um it's kind of panning out that the players were kind of playing in the positions. Well, the, the team that, that I would see uh, as an all-star team, I thought that Mick Fitzsimons, when he went in on Clifford, he brought a kind of a, a bit of calm to the Dublin defence, particularly when there was a shaky period in the first half with, with Johnny Cooper. Kerry were targeting Clifford and Mick went in. Now, Clifford was quite the first hit, but he was still effective. Mm. But, but Mick Fitzsimons quietened him. Um, he went on him in the replay. Now, you know, I think all year, I think down through the years, when Dublin need a go-to man, Mick Fitzsimons is the man. You know, I, I've seen him defend. He's, he always has the near hand for the tackle. He's good at getting the block. Plus, he's a big man. You know, and if you, and the thing about Clifford, Clifford is a big man as well. Clifford is six foot three. So if you, if you, if you were looking for a fella to go on him, all of a sudden you've Mick Fitzsimons, who's probably six one, you know, six two. He's a big man. 
and uh, he was well equipped to go in there. So I just thought he brought a bit of calm to the Dublin defence, uh, particularly when they were down to 14 men. And uh, I, I think certainly he was definitely a standout player this year for Dublin and, and definitely deserves to be in the, in the full back line. Yeah, yeah and, and it's funny, you know, we'd, we'll, we'll talk about him, uh, particularly in the replay, I thought he was, he was really, really top of his game. And yet he was Mark and Clifford, who had a brilliant game in the replay yeah, as yeah. well. So, but I, I don't think I, I think to, to play one off the other is not really justifying the two guys I in know, their performance. That's, that's, yeah, you know, point. because what I like about Mick Fitzsimons is his recovery. You know, you, you see someone maybe get out or win a ball ahead of him, and he's back and he's getting a tackle in, and that to me is a really good defender. And also, he's reading the danger, so he's happy enough maybe to let his man uh, score, you know, tap over a score because he's minding the house and sees the mm. bigger picture. I think that that's a skill. It's very hard mm -hmm. to. It's nearly like a, a sixth sense, yeah. really. You know, he yeah. can he can he can uh, read the danger. You know, this is the lesser of all evils here yeah. now. And I know it's my man, and it maybe won't show up well in, when we meet for a team meeting. Yeah. Uh, but but I can see the bigger picture here, and, and I think that's why. From I'm like you, Mark. I think he's he's a dead cert. Yeah. Okay. Goes about his business very, you know, calmly with with, with the wee thing. Yeah. Really. Very very calm on the ball, and you know, very dependable. And there's no. You know, there's no massive dash out and losing yeah. the ball, or but he, he's yeah, you know, he can be quietly time. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if Fitzsimons is the unanimous choice for one cornerback, is Tom O'Sullivan the other? Uh, I think yeah. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd have to go Tom Sullivan, as, as the Killarney boy says, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. His, his stats, um, in terms of players he marked throughout the year was absolutely incredible. I think up until, until the all Ireland final, yeah, I think one he conceded one point from play up to the all Ireland yeah. final, which, yeah. is, which yeah. is crazy stuff. Uh, like, and the thing about him is, if you see him in county championship footballer, he's a footballer. He, he, he doesn't want to be in the full back line. Yeah. I, yeah. He wants to be out in the half back line where he can express himself. And you know, he I've got seen a goal in the Munster final. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly and that. You know, I've seen him play games where he's kicking three or four points from the half back line. He he's a player who likes to get up the field. But this year he was asked a different role. It was a needy area this year to carry full back line. Peter Crowley was brought from the half back line into into full back. He tore his cruciate ligament. All of a sudden, Ty Morley is drafted into the full back line. And you have a very young full back line in Kerry. You had, you had Tom O'Sullivan in one corner, Jason Foley in the other corner, and you had Tyg Morley full back. And they all acquitted themselves very well. And I think, you know, even Tyg Morley had a very solid season, I thought. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, really but, amazing. you know, he, he, and he brings that bit of, you know, that we're talking about Mick Fitzsimons. He's really solid. There's, there, there isn't going to be a mistake. You know, any ball that uh, Paul Mannion won in the final, he really worked hard for it. Um, but but definitely, if we're talking about the corners, I think that Tom is de deserved of his spot. Yeah, they never had good cornerbacks, don't Gary. No, <laughs> no, they were still. One man could have been scoring. So yeah. they must be delighted. Yeah. 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 They, they could have access, but yeah, that's why we had to go into the fullback line <laughs> to do it. Couldn't get on in the halfback line. But his pace, I think, is the other huge aspect. I mean, yeah. he's really, really, really fast. Oh, pacey. yeah, very fast. And yeah. today, in today's game, no more than yourself when you were there. Like your, the pace was, is, is so you you need it. Mm. Um, it's it's detrimental if you don't have pace there because you will a small fraction yeah. of reading. Yeah, and particularly uh, particularly in the full back line. Yeah, you oh know, yeah. Uh, like the Paul Mannions and uh, oh, Conor yeah. Gallans, the yeah. pace and and all that they need is enough room to swing the leg. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all. They, there's an instinct in them to just need enough to step. And Mannion's very good at. It. He just steps back. You know. He's going to come onto the left foot every time. All he needs is that yard, and next yeah. thing is it's over the bar. So you've got to be lightning sharp yeah. in the full yeah. battle. And, and 
yeah. to get up to the pace of Manuel, you seem like you've even seen the club games jeepers. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, and, and, and it's and the physicality as well, and physicality and the power and where they've come from, where he has come from as a player, as an example. But now to be able to match that, and I thought, I thought Tom Sullivan this year was, yeah. was tremendous for for. for uh, his defending attributes are really, again, a bit like Fitzsimmons, but he probably has a bit more dash about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. Um, yeah. And he's also good going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a fullback, then, um, I like just looking here, there's a lot of kind of halfbacks in there. Steve McMenamin had kind of a brilliant almost breakout year for, for Donegal, um, although I think Ronan McNamee, it seems anyway, would be in pole position for that, unless you guys think differently. I suppose it's it's also that's where where we're going to fit in Tyrone, or where the where are the guys who <laughs> pick the team going to fit in the Tyrone um, players in, in in the in the fifteen. McMeade um, like being really really solid for Tyrone mm -hmm. at fullback. Um, Tyke Morley had been very good as well. He, he, it would yeah. be close call with him, um, but you, you would have to say that. Um, Tyrone's, you know, they, 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 they've had a, a tremendous campaign as well, and uh, yeah, he's been really, really solid. Now, it does help a defender in Tyrone, I don't mean this to be taken away from, yeah. from any defender there, That's but they, point, they do play quite a defensive setup, and you know, always have Colin Kavanagh back there, so you have an extra full back with you. Yeah. Um, so it does help, and, but they do break uh, really, really a pace, but uh, an Aiden can break. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's a slightly different system than than most teams play. Yeah, I, I just think he's a he's a ball player and he's been he's been the mainstay for the dub or for the Tyrone full back line over the last few years and plus he's able to get up the field, you know and he's he's their go to man whenever there's a, a dangerous forward to come in, he 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 he's the the, the the stop guard and I just think that you know this year, in all the games, he was prominent in all the games and it's you know it's it's. It's no surprise Tyrone got to the semi-final with a fella like him in the, in the full-back line. Yeah, for but sure. No, there, there are other players, obviously, you know, but I think the fact that Tyrone got so far, you know, he, he, he deserves it, I think. Yeah, yeah look, at it, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to argue with that. And, and you say, we, we, as we mentioned at the start, you can justify anybody. And I, I'm going to throw in maybe something different. I know he started his career in the full-back line as a really tight, and, and I know I played on him a couple of times, and know really tough uh, cornerback probably was most prominent in the half back line for me this year was Donald Keoghan I thought he did a fantastic mm -hmm. year yeah. um, and I'm not sure when we get to the half back line we've a place for Donald Keoghan um, <laughs> and I suppose it'd be I suppose not to get a mention to me you now he's and I think he, you know he's, he's young enough Mead seemed to be to be build, looking to build on last year um, Andy McIntyre's done a really good job and he yeah. I would say he's the first uh, he's he's joined captain I think of the team you know he's a real yeah. leader in there, and and you know him and you could you could make justification for Conor McGill as well, who had a fantastic McGill, yeah. Yeah, had a fantastic year as well. But again, you know you're looking at maybe what's going to be picked as opposed yeah. to the, the fairest mm. way to pick them. So, um, but I certainly think you know if 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 a team is picked with with either of them, to, for me Donald Keoghan, to be honest, wouldn't wouldn't be uh, totally yeah. out, out of the way. Yeah. I, I thought uh, you mentioned Conor McGill there. For the, the Dublin meet match, I thought he was outstanding. Every ball that came in, particularly in the first half. Now, Dublin were always going to come, come back. But in the first half, every ball that came in, he was out in front of his man. He was winning. And, and meet were, now it was a low-scoring match in the first half, but yeah. meet were well in that match. And I think he was the reason they were in that. He, was, he had a, a fantastic yeah, season. Yeah, he's easily their best defender yeah. in, the, in, the, in the Lesser Final. The way mm. you read yeah, it, he's, he's an outstanding player. Yeah, and he was very good in the clear match. And they were on, on the ropes. Yeah, they were on yeah. the ropes, yeah. 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 Um, very, very experienced. He's probably the, the most experienced yeah. tactics um, Meade have. 
Um, we'll go very, very close. Yeah. Kogan did make the uh, the balls of the rolling All Stars team at the end of the year, so he's definitely. I hope he's in with a shout anyway. But yeah. I think it's two votes to one for uh, for Ronan McNamee there. Yeah, and, and he if you if you go back to a lot of the uh, in those games, you know, his attacking play, Donald Kogan's attacking play. Yeah. He said he was at the end of so many moves. The last pass, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not even sure of the game, but one of them he, he ended up taking a pass, giving it, taking it again, and putting it across the square to someone to tap into the net. I think that know? was the Clare game. The Clare yeah, game. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. You know, which shows a bit of innovation. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and as I say, when things are tight, that's when you're looking for leaders to yeah. just maybe go off script a bit and and, and take they the challenge. They were in trouble at that point in that game. Yeah, they, they were. were. And yeah. they needed someone. Absolutely. Smart yeah, and, and to just to take a chance. And and you know, football is all about taking chances. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we get a bit methodical at times, yeah. but you still want to. You know, a team without any flair or, or someone with a bit of innovation uh, is a team in trouble, really. And he shows it. And for me, he had a fantastic game. But again, look. Either him or Conor McGill on the All-Star team is not going to cause too much outrage, I wouldn't yeah, think. For sure, yeah. Um, you were mentioning there might not be room in the half-back line. That's because there's there's a lot of good players <laughs> here that we're looking at at the moment. Uh, you know, even jumping out of me, like Ryan McHugh, is like he was like a, a dead cert at one stage of the year. And then, you know, the, like Duddy Gall are gone a while and you almost forget it. And you look at the team and you go, Jesus, is there even room for him? You know, there's a lot of players like that, isn't there, yeah. Johnny? Yeah, there is. I mean... You know, you're you're looking at at as you rightly point out, um, Donegal at one stage were, were really in a strong, probably finished the year on a, a little bit of a low for them, and maybe I, I thought at one stage we were going to be real contenders, um, and, and just didn't pan out that way. But certainly he was himself and Michael Murphy, you know, Paddy McBurdy's getting back to himself. But then you know, there he's the real dynamo on that team. Yeah. He's up and he, and he's he's he just I think I think he's an unbelievable engine. Just seems to go forever. And his, you know, his kick passing is so crisp. He and he's when he gives the ball, he's gone again to look for the return. He sets he sets up an awful lot for him. His display against Kerry, and we know oh, how yeah. close Kerry got yeah. to winning on the All Ireland. And Tony yeah. Gall could have, maybe should have beaten him that day in, yeah. uh, in the Sub Race. Yeah. But that that display was would so, you yeah. could argue was was in the top three or four displays of the whole year. But but Anthony, I think I think the ultimate compliment you can give to the likes of the Ryan McHughes to the Jack McCaffrey's is if a team is going out playing them, you're actually putting a defender on them. Yeah. You know, yeah. you look at Kerry, uh, Gavin White went on Ryan McHugh. Uh, you look at Jack McCaffrey, Durkin, uh, Durkin, uh, yeah. Durkin went on him. Yeah. So like, it, it is the ultimate uh, compliment yeah. to give a defender the fact that they have to put a defender on yeah. him. He's so influential, so dangerous. Ryan McHugh was outstanding all year, I suppose. The one thing, when we mentioned Paddy Durkin, Paddy Durkin did a job on him, and mm. he, he was yeah. outstanding yeah. uh, that night. And so much so, yeah. and he was outstanding all year, and, and so much so that I think he has to get a spot in the halfback. Like, yeah. you know, he, he was that good, and you know the physicality he brings to the game, and he's able to match it up. He can get up the field, he can score a point, he can get back, he can defend. Yeah. He has it all, he's a great defender. Yeah. Yeah. See, up to that match, Ryan McHugh was, was a certainty to be... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, Paddy yeah, Durkin yeah. almost marked him out of the spot. Yeah. Of the yeah. All -Star and and took, yeah. it, and took yeah. the All Star on him as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he did it on McCaffrey as well. So if you're going to do it on McHugh and McCaffrey, you're, you're like, you can't really argue with his position on the team. Is obviously I'm not even. We don't even need to talk. We'll talk about Jack McCaffrey later on when we're talking about the Player of the Year. But he's a guaranteed number seven. Who's the number six or number five? Whatever. <laughs> Who's the number six then on the team? Mark. Yeah. Well, like I mean. You you look at the way the the the, tea, the selection committee have put the the t 
team together and you see James McCarthy in the backs. Now he played in the replay in the middle of the field. You can, you know, this you you could make a play for everyone. You could make a play for Paul Murphy, you could make a play for for um, Colin Boyle. But for me, James McCarthy, you know, he's just the go-to player for Dublin. Um, just solid. Every game he plays is solid. He, he's he's one of the unsung heroes for me in the Dublin team. Maybe no, maybe you know, I, I'd not within the camp. I think he's he's so uh, he's such an influential driving force in this Dublin team year in year out. Um, you know, he he's he, the, you know around that middle area. I think it was actually one of the if you could say Jim Gavin made a mistake, it was putting him in on Tommy Walsh yeah. in the in the drawn match in because it took away from that dominance that Dublin usually have in that middle eight that you know where 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 they have such big men around the place, the likes of Fenton, Macaulay, Howard, um and, and uh, McCarthy's one of those fellas. So but, from uh, but on, on the other side it shows the fate that Jim Gavin has in him that he could yeah. take him you know, and put him to do a job, and I think that's the ultimate compliment, uh, you know, to yeah. any player that would put out a fire in any, like, yeah. you know, Tommy Walsh is going to come, I know Tommy Walsh did very well, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it shows what they think of, of James McCarthy in that setup that, you know, we can take him f from the midfield to put him in centre-back, to yeah. then put him into full-back and still have the faith yeah. that he's going to do a job, I think... Uh, he's he, the guy you trust. Absolutely. Yeah. But you could play him anywhere, you could play yeah. him anywhere from two to, to nine. You, know, yeah, you could, yeah. You get a lot of defenders who can't, can only play in one position, yeah. but mm. he can play midfield. Yeah. Uh, he could he could even play as a as as a wing forward. He could, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's centre back, probably his yeah. best position, and, and wing back. And yeah. what he, what he does as well, and it's only uh, I, I try to catch him a few times. He's unbelievable. He never looks like he's flying, but he yeah. just glides, yeah, yeah. and he covers some ground. You know, yeah. he's very hard to he's very hard when he goes. He's such a big man. It's very hard to stop, you know, and he's slowing down. Though, well, that's very true too. <laughs> 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 I've heard that his times for the four hundred meter runs are phenomenal. Oh, you could imagine, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Gliding across. Any objections to to McCarthy being there? The other options, I suppose, being Colin Boyle. I suppose John Small is is, is probably mm -hmm. one of the other ones there as well. Um, Great battle with Stephen O'Brien in, in the yeah. draw on Ireland. Yeah, massive battle because Stephen O'Brien coming into that game was was you know a real powerhouse for Kerry. And John Small really did a good job in the drawing match. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, just before we leave the, the backs then, were you surprised that um, Gavin Crowley didn't get a nomination considering he was, you know, one of the best players in the All-Ireland final the first day at least? Um, to not get an, a nomination at least based on that is kind of disappointing for him, isn't it? Yeah, I was. I was. Um, I think the, the All-Star Selection Committee, they usually get it right. You know, they, it's hard to to get it right every time. There's going to be a case for everyone, but certainly Gavin was outstanding in the drawing match. Had a, a, a very good league. Um, and, you know, he's a young lad coming in and he's he's done really well under Peter Keane. And uh, was surprised. Got up the field in the in the All-Ireland, kicked a point in the drawing match. Um, replay, I suppose, you know, a different game for him. Kilkenny was on fire. But uh, certainly in the, in the, the, the drawing All-Ireland, he stood up. Okay. Yes, probably Kilkenny's performance knocked him off getting a nomination, would say. Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, someone else getting Yeah. Um, so we've got uh, Cluxton, uh, Fitzsimons, McNamee, O'Sullivan, McCarthy, um, McCaffrey. I've missed out someone there. I've missed out the... Paddy Durkin. Paddy Durkin. Yeah. Um, so as we move on to midfield, there's six nominations here. Uh, Brian Fenton, Michael Darren McCauley, uh, David Moore and Aidan O'Shea. Jarlio Burns from Armagh and Brian Menton from Mead uh, who are getting nominations there. I think 
you look at each one of them individually and you'd all say fair enough but again kind of you're always looking at who's there there's definitely a lot of talk in Clare about Gary Brennan um, missing out and I'm sure in, a, in every county there's, prob there's probably somebody but it's funny Anthony like we could talk about how great Charlie Ogburns is and how he, good he's coming through that Brian Menton had a great year for Mead but there's kind of no real discussion about the midfield this year is there it's Fenton and Moran yeah I mean Moran really had a tremendous year and it was great to see okay obviously the opposition don't like to see guys going well but yeah. I mean he had such promise uh, I think if you know it was so so good to see eventually his talent really mm. in all on the final day and the replay because he was such a talented underage coming through okay had been away then for a number of years and came back and you know probably apart from the the move at the start of the second half where you could have questioned you know could he have you know should he have sat back maybe in the knock on for the for the throw in um but uh he's been tremendous and yeah. uh, such a leader um maybe worrying thing for Kerry maybe he's, he might have just gone up as well and they'll want him to be at the top of his game next year maybe I thought that maybe the last 10 or 15 minutes of the replay that you know just the amount of, of running that the game's uh, provided and you have to do now at midfield he, he, he tires slightly yeah um, yeah and I would have thought you know it's particularly in the in the, uh, the replay game I would have felt that you know he lost possession he was driving forward the, the whole time but he didn't seem to have you know, other lads tired, you know, you're talking about tired. He was the one driving forward, he got caught a couple of times in possession, but yeah. he didn't seem to have many options around him either. Mm -hmm. um, and he was he was the one leading the attack and in lots of uh, lots of occasions. He sets up so many attacks for he them does. that he's the guy pulling the strings the kick and, 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 yeah. and, and he's and I know Mark you'll be more uh off with it, but he has his fair share of injuries as well. Right. He went yeah, two cruciates. You know, yeah. like yeah. to come back from one cruciate is, is yeah. remarkable. To yeah. do to do yeah. two and to be still at the top of your game. You know, and, and we talking about for, uh, for another all-star, like, yeah. it's a huge credit to him. And, and the standout moment for me was, you know, Kerry played Mayo in the last round of the National League and Tralee lost, played Mayo in the National League final lost, and, and the general consensus was that Kerry were, were, were bullied by from Mayo, and the Super 8s in Killarney, and just before the ball is thrown, thrown in, and Aidan O'Shea is kind of you know, throwing fellas around the place and David Moran stood up to him mm. and he, he, he said, listen, this is the way it's going today and the game he played that day in Killarney, in it was in the heat, it was, it was an outstanding performance and um, he's got on and, and he brought that consistency all year long, you know, and, and you know, w w you definitely I suppose the, the replay, when, you know, he, he probably thought some fella was going to crash into him and, and you know, the, the break down the ball, but the drawn match, the replay, he was the real go-to man for Kerry yeah. and he's fully deserving of his all-star. And it is great to see him back, you know, yeah. where, where he's come from. To do the cruciate, to come back, to do the cruciate again, to get an eye injury, you know, he could have packed it, you know, but he's... And, and, and you couldn't have blamed him for that because it's, it's a long, lonely road oh, yeah. when you're in there. And, you know, I would say how a mind, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. you're there on your yeah. own, hours in the gym and, and whatever, you know, he's mentally very, very tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and his performances this year were, you know, were second to none, and even you know we'll we'll talk a bit about Brian Fenton, um, you know, and it was all talk of he was having a fantastic year, and there was a lot. Now you can you can credit Jack Barry a little bit as well, but yeah. you know, David Moran came in, he set the tone for a lot of those those tough battles around the middle. He was the mm -hmm. showed the, there was it was men against boys at times. He just put his body on the line time and time again. You know, 
the, it, for me, it was it's no... It's so good to see him at that level this year, yeah. because yeah. he ha always had that talent. I remember reading an article about him during the year, and he said that he, he had such regret of losing a, a county under 14 championship <laughs> way back, and it was just... He was putting that as sort of yeah. uh, for a man that has won so much to mm. to say like you know that's what we really counted and I still feel a regret we lost that match and I was like wow what what yeah. uh, I'm a, what a club man yeah, um, yeah. but he's, he's he's overall ability uh, I mean he's, he ju you just love to see him I thought in the last ten minutes of the monster final where Cork came back at Kerry and brought him back to a point or two he was very calm in the calm last the few minutes yeah. and uh, really just. Stepped it up to another gear and closed out the game in a, in a matter of two or three plays. Yeah. And Marky, like, it's funny because I remember him come through like as a young lad. I was, you would have been on the team at that time. There was excitement about it. He was almost seen as a replacement for Dara, though, yeah. that you hadn't had in Kerry. But it was like every time he was on the cusp, something would go wrong. It wasn't even just that he had those sort of three injuries. It was that they were always, the timing of them was so, so bad. Yeah. So to see him back now again like and, and actually fulfilling that potential, it's almost sad that it's 10 years on but thank yeah. god that he's getting the chance to be the player that we know he is like yeah and like we hope as Kerry supporters we hope he hangs around for a few more years Definitely. and and like the thing about david is you know this year he struggled again with injuries at the start of the year um didn't get going really until the super eights and that's where we saw him you know get, uh, getting that momentum and uh you know, so so he's a massive part of this Kerry team. I remember when Dara retired in two thousand and nine, we played, he played midfield in two thousand and ten. We played down in the quarter final. Shocking performance by Kerry, but we got a penalty towards the end of the match just to make the scores respectable. And you know, nobody was kind of putting their hands up to take the penalty. David Moran stood forward and uh, took the penalty and put it in the back of the net. You know, he he just has that leadership quality. Has those, and it's very hard to. To, to have that, you know, I suppose he grew up in a, in a house with his dad, a famous footballer as well. So, you know, he didn't lick it off the floor, I suppose. No. You know, but uh, he's, we, we hope he hangs around for a few more years. Yeah, I think we're going to be careful. We seem to be writing him off a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what age he is, but he, he seems to be around for a long yeah, time anyway, yeah. you know. Yeah. I know, we're, we're, not, we're not writing him <laughs> off, that's for sure. <laughs> I, do, but I, I do think Kerry will mind him next year. I, and they have to, they have to. Have to. Time is wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Fenton, um, quickly, he, like, you know, actually was very quiet in the first game. Slightly quiet by his standards, I suppose, in the replay as well. Kerry definitely did a number, but I suppose that like frees up everybody around him because so much has to go into holding a player like him back. But up until the final, his form, Johnny, was like he was sauntering toward the footballer of the year. Yeah. Like he was just dominating games. And and I think you, you made the point there. You know, we're judging him on his standards, which are massive. Like he still. He's gone now, I'm not sure how many games, but he, he's never lost the championship game in a Dublin jersey, which is <laughs> like, it's phenomenal yeah. stuff, yeah. you know? Um, and like, he's such a powerful player. Like he's still, he, he's deceiving because he's, he's obviously a massive big man, but the fact that he saw, he looks, he doesn't look to be that broad, but he's actually, he's a bigger man when you stand beside him. Yeah. Um, and he just covers ground. His finishing is very good. He's great hands, he's great tackler. He's, he's that, you know, that, box-to-box -box player that you want he's just such an engine in the middle of the field um, you know and you know there's lots of talk coming into him into the game about who was going to play in the middle of the field for Kerry and there was talk that Jack Barry would would has played him on him in the past and and in fairness to Jack Barry had I thought he had two brilliant games did, but again well, yeah. again Fenton you know 
was was awesome all through the year and and uh, you know for me he's, he's a nail on all that. and johnny i think johnny hit the nail in the head there we're judging him by his standards yeah. i remember the gooch there was one year there where he by his own standards only very fair but he was still outstanding and if you look back at the the replay in particular and if you watch uh, Fenton, he still had a big influence in the game. Yeah, he was still pop those pop passes from midfield into the half forward line. You know, he was still tracking back. He worked so hard off the ball. Um, phenomenal player. And and to think, as Johnny said, never lost a championship game. It's it's it's, it's an unbelievable record, really. And and the thing is, we, 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 I suppose when you fall into the trap uh, as supporters of looking and, and the boys will know it's what's been interesting and particularly you Anthony that's managing you're watching everything you know we judge him on the, when he rattles the back and there or kicks a massive score but it's all them other things that make him great it's mm -hmm. all those tracking it's it's that little pass our trouble it's enough to just knock the ball into the path of someone else it's all those little things that yeah. make him great yeah. it's not the yes the icing on the cake is the, the score or the run through and berries in the back and there but for you that's going to build a team around someone solid, you have to get your midfield right. And he epitomises everything that's good about Dublin for me. Not only his football, but his, his athletic ability, his GPS stats, his speed per, mm. per, per, per metre uh, is the highest, I would say, that's playing in, that, mm. in the middle third of any, any of the players in the country by a mile. He yeah. is a long way ahead um, in his athletic ability uh, of most players that he... And he just is not lazy. He's up and down. He's tracking. Um, that that aided with his, his speed and ability, his kicking ability. He scored in a, very early on in the championship, as you said. Mm. Was, was he was sauntering through defences? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anthony, his his scoring was just funny. I was at one of the games. Uh, I I went to the when Kerry were playing the semi final against uh, Tyrone. Dublin were playing the night before, so I went to the two games and I had the program and I was watching. He was on. He was on par with Jack O'Shea as having the highest score on a, on a given year. So they had, they both held the record. Uh, as I was watching the game, he broke the record the same night. He he, you know, this year he's broken the record for a midfielder s from scoring uh, from play in a given year. The Dublin Mayo game. Yeah. I'm just okay. saying this year he's he's uh, he's broken a another record. He's he's the highest scoring midfielder on a given <laughs> year. So it's just phenomenal, and I think what he does is, and, and, and Anthony's right, he tracks back and he does all that, but he's very clever the way he gets into the, 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 the Dublin third of the field. He gets into great positions around the, the centre-half forward line, and he gets on the end of scores, and he can rattle the back of the net. He's just phenomenal. And he'll score off both feet as well. Like you think yeah. you have him pushed out and you're covered, next thing he jinks inside and, and, and kicks comfortably off both feet, which for, for a midfielder, you know, there's, there's very little he can't do, really. Yeah, he's got know. it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll move on to the forwards. We've been all very uh, polite and agreeing yeah. now. I think it's only <laughs> only Donald Kogan uh, yeah. made, made, made a debate even there of the of the first part of the show. Uh, but on to the forwards then. Um, there's a lot of selection here. I'm just looking through the names, <laughs> Mark, and it's like, do you know even something like we. Jamie Brennan there, the, the start of the year he had when he was <laughs> dominating games for, for Donegal and every game, but it's like he's nominated and you're even looking now to so many players there, you're like, geez, he's lucky to even be nominated, you know? It was yeah. some year for four forwards and all. There's a, there's, it is, there's but an amazing I, amount of I'm just looking there now and realistically, yeah. you could make a case for 11 players. Yeah. You could make a case for Kieran Kilkenny, Brian Howard, Paul Mannion, Dean Rock, Conor Callaghan, David Clifford, Paul Ganey, who was outstanding in the, in the, 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 the finals. 
Sean O'Shea, Stephen O'Brien, Jamie, Jamie Brennan, Michael Murphy, Colin McShane. Where did you stop? Connor Cox. You could make a yeah. case for every one of them. Brian Hurley was Brian Hurley, yeah. Cork all the way and through. It's great yeah. to see Jamie Malone getting a nomination as well. Definitely. But, but like, it's, you know, forwards this year. If you look at Dublin's defence, it was like, you, you see and how solid they've been the last few years and you see teams coming up against them and scoring against them. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's reflective of the way the game is going too, particularly the finals. The two teams are going for it. And yeah. I think if you go for it, that creates space at the back, and it, it's it's a lonely spot to play in, in the full back line, when when the ball is just coming at you, 100 miles an hour every every uh, few minutes. But I suppose half forward line, and I think it was Johnny that was talking uh, before the show. It's amazing the way you come into an All Ireland final and you have a, a player, you know, selected for an All Star, and then particularly with two All Ireland finals because it was drawn in a replay. Mm two extra games and I think that does change the dimensions a small bit and uh, you know yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we're going to start <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, you, it's you have to remind you you have to go back to Kerry now so you have to be careful <laughs> right um, I think I, I think that Sean O'Shea has to be there yeah undoubtedly he's ahead for me he's ahead of yeah. David Clifford and David Clifford are tremendous year for me David Clifford should be there as well and Paul Guinea very close uh, Stephen O'Brien, what are you? They all have to be there. But above any of them, I, uh, Sean O'Shea, he's played this year. Yeah. He's yeah. unmarkable, really. Uh, he, he's a nightmare. Like he's, he, he's from one wing to the next. He's from one sideline to the next. He's from midfield. He's back in the backs. He's just... But he's runs and he's intelligence. He just, yeah. he, before a ball is played to him, he has already made two or three runs, so he knows he's getting it on the third one. Like yeah. He's his ability to get spaces. I'd agree with you, Anthony. And the thing about Sean O'Shea is, you know, you start the start of the year, watching him playing Sigerson with UCC, the, the performance he was he was given. He started with Kerry in the National League. He was getting player of the week, player of the week, yeah. player of the week. Goes on with Kerry, didn't miss any shot in the in the final in the drawn, in the replay. I think he kicked five, 15 points in two all in in two games. Yeah. It's it's a phenomenal record and. You know, for us this year, the big talk was, you know, when I suppose when, when you lose players like the Gooch, when you lose players like Declan O'Sullivan, you're never going to replace those players. But when you have the likes of Sean O'Shea coming and the likes of Clifford coming, mm. all of a sudden people are talking about those players with the same enthusiasm, with the same, um, you know, that, that, that we were talking about Gooch and, and, and yeah. O'Sullivan. So They're the main reason why Kerry would be favourites in the Ireland next year. <laughs> you, you said that you're <laughs> trying to talk down Ross Cowan no. but, but for me with, with, uh, with O'Shea was and, and Mark rightly pointed out you know it's what an all-star should be yeah. you know in the muck and slop of the winter it didn't, didn't matter where yeah. didn't matter what jersey he had on his back he was the go-to man yeah. you know and someone is he 21 yet maybe just oh, about, about yeah. you know and to, to, to see his performance on his Place kicking alone in yeah, the biggest yeah. stage under the biggest pressure. I mean, you know, you see guys in, in the Rugby World Cup and the, you know, they talk about from nonstop the kickers. Like it's a massive, massive part of the game. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the difference between winning and losing. You know, and the, the percentage him and, and, and in fairness to Dean Rock is up there. You know, they're the, 
they're the small little margins and, and you know, Anthony, you, yeah, you this, spoke this about... This guy has it though, he has he more than I, just I agree. Really I, yeah, yeah, I agree, but I, I suppose my point, my, well, yeah. my point being, for such a, a young lad to show that leadership, <laughs> leadership and, and, and the, the mentality yeah. of it, like, oh, yeah. you know, kicking into the hill, you know, in the biggest day yeah. at 21 years of age and it never took, he might have been out in the, the back garden, him, never no. faced him. So, you know, to me, he's the ultimate all-star from yeah. start of the year yeah, to the end, yeah. you know. 15 points over two All-Ireland Finals. Yeah, the three from playing the draw, you know, yeah. and, and seven frees. Mark and James McCarthy. Uh, James then went in on, on, on Tommy Walsh, but he's, and, and, and Sean O'Stays, he was just throughout the whole game. And then, you know, you're never going to repeat that in a replay, but to kick to kick five points in the replay and be very influential again, Yeah, you know, t top player. Who's outside him then? This is, this is the kind of hard part you're probably looking at. Uh, Brian Howard, Stephen O'Brien had like a brilliant year for him, like, you know, someone that's been around a while, but kind of it was almost a breakthrough year in a way, like, you know, yeah, there's I loads of others as well. Yeah, I, for me, I think Stephen O'Brien should thing. be under 15. Um, yeah. You might be not I go along with that. So you might be not going somewhere else. But uh, uh, he, I mean, he carried the fight for Kerry right through. Or, I mean, in all the matches, yeah. um, might have been disappointed with, you know, he had a super chance to, to, to maybe to lay on a goal versus going for the, that shot mm. uh, with a tight angle against Luxon. But he just never stopped. And he he shows what you really want in a forward. He, he's just so mad to take on his man, to turn his defender, to get inside him. Uh, shortest route to goal. He has all the attributes that you'd want from a wing flyer, a wing forward. Yeah. He promised this for years, but I suppose this year was was his ultimate year for me. And yeah. No, he was. Um, he was. He was. He was outstanding, and I'd have to agree with that. Like, I think Dublin targeted him in the drawn game. They put John Small on him. It was a great battle. It's no different to Kerry targeting Jack McCaffrey. You know, you 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 do target the, the yeah. main players, and yeah. he was outstanding all year. And hard to hard to argue with that. Okay, yeah, so I, again, I won't argue with any of that, but I still don't think he's going to make it. Uh, unfortunately yeah. for him, I think the, the two All-Ireland finals probably are going to go against him, even though... Possibly, yeah. Him, possibly, yeah. Um, you know, um, we, to me, Brian Howard deserves a, yeah, a really big yeah. mention here, and he's in yeah. with a really good shout. You know, again, yeah. you know, got some crucial scores for, for Dublin. You know, some of his, some of his ball-winning ability, ability when Kerry were dominating um, kick-outs for, for, you know, Pushing a high press, Cluxton was able to find him. Well, he made a goal. He made, made a goal, goal for from McCaffrey. From McCaffrey you know, uh, fantastic yeah. fielding. If you, uh, if you do the stats oh on, yeah, the, on yeah. the Dublin players, he's he's probably the best this year for, for yeah. a winning kick. Yeah, and, and and you do have to, like, to to miss that part of the game of, of a team's game. You know, I often heard McGinley talking about. You know, it was up to from one. To 12 were to make 13, 14, 15 look like all stars, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if they weren't doing their job, we're, we're going to struggle. And to me, he's he's a really good team player, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and he deserves a strong but, mention. But even at that, Johnny, all you have to do is go back and look at the last 10 minutes of the drawn match. And he he came back, I don't know, was he told to come back or was he, but he positioned himself in the Dublin full half back line. He was getting on ball, there was two or three Kerry fellas coming at him, he had the composure. For a big man to be able to side evade them, get past him, you know the big the physicality of him, the way Johnny says the way he can catch a ball, the ball skills that he has. He's mm. just an incredible footballer who I think is probably going to go out midfield two Rahini men out in the middle of the field for Dublin. Um, it's hard to argue with that. I, I thought he's he was just phenomenal. Yeah. And and yeah. and, so and then Johnny mentioned it about Sean O'Shea. It's about consistency over the course of the year. And if you are going with that. Brian Howard deserves an answer.
So if Brian Howard's on one wing and we're arguing for Stephen O'Brien on the other, who would you have? Uh, who would you have as the other wing if you, if well, you don't I'd think say, O'Brien? I'd say O'Brien. we're not finished arguing either. <laughs> 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 like there's a big, there's a big. Obviously, Michael Murphy played Michael a lot Murphy, of his football yeah. in middle of the field, and he's been nominated in the forwards. So. Yeah. Reading between the lines, are they moving him back in there to, to justify? And not that you have to justify, um, but he's certainly in a oh, he's certainly in yeah. a strong position. Um, again, you know, you're not going to pick a team without Kieran Kilkenny. Is he going to be in the half forward line? So yeah. it's it's, it's going to be very very difficult. Well, you get, again, get the man of the match in the replay. Yeah, uh, you know, and I always uh, I I am of the opinion that good players don't play bad twice, and I just. And it's something that I used to always do throughout my career. If I, I used, if I was marking a player, I'd see how he played in the previous game, and if he mm. played poorly, I'd be oh, really double alert. On, on yeah. my t- <laughs> double alert. And if and he was playing well, you put Manny over on him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. but he was. I knew there was something. There was going to be a kick in him in the replay. Yeah. And yeah. by God, did we see it? But it's funny you even say that he had the quiet game in the first day because he absolutely did. Because I was, we we were watching it in here, and uh, there's a there was a moment where I would go, God lads, is Kieran Kenny even playing at all? And it was about ten minutes to go in the game, the most crucial part. And from that moment on, he was on every second possession. He really yeah. finished that game really, really strongly, even though he hadn't been in it up yeah. until then, and then kind of mm. took Dicta- off, where he left the, off game, yeah. the next yeah. day, you know. And, and you know one thing that I and I watch him off the ball and. You, you see Dublin uh, with their creating a, an attacker or making the move for an attack. And I think it was Gavin Crowley that was on him and he ran out for the ball and it was under the hill. And he has this ability just to turn and turn. And I think it's something that Dublin do. And the ball has slipped over the head and it's straight on t- into his path and, he's, he, and the ball is over the bar. He's just phenomenal. And you see, and you talk, and it's something that's throughout the whole Dublin team, the physicality. I mentioned it with Howard. We're going to talk about Conor Callan. We're going to talk about Mannion. Try and mark these fellas. Look, the size of them, mm. the physicality. They, yeah. they, they, they put out an arm and all of a sudden you're in the back foot. So it's, it's very... And then when you have the skills to go with, the skill set, um, he definitely is in the, in the mix. I, over the course of the year, I'd probably have Howard ahead of him. Um, yeah. We've kind of got eight... Fo- like if, we, if we take it as a, a forward line, as the six, and kind of getting into picking this team, this is where it becomes really hard. Because we kind of have eight. We have Sean O'Shea, Brian Howard, Michael Murphy, Stephen O'Brien. We have Paul Mannion, Conor Callahan, David Clifford, and McShane. I call McShane. Yeah. yeah. McShane so we can only fit six into oh. them. You can't bring three subs. On. It's almost like who's <laughs> dropping out rather than who's in at this stage because yeah. they're they're eight worthy all stars really. You know. Yeah. You're Decision right. time, lads. <laughs> well, I think. And I we think get off the fence. We do. I, we do, I suppose. <laughs> I, I, I think. I think Sean O'Shea is nailed in at centre forward. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. yeah. Um, I think we're we're talking about Howard as well, are we? I wouldn't be certain of Howard really from a, from a scoring. I know, I know he, he has made a lot of plays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if it's down to Howard and Mikey Murphy, yeah. 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 Mikey Murphy was the guy who yeah. dragged. Um, doing all through this year, albeit might be a bit quiet on the in in, in the Mayo match. In the Mayo um, match, yeah. Well, I sort of think it's either I one of Howard or Kilkenny for me. Well, for me, yeah, Steve, for me, Stephen O'Brien, I would be, yeah. I would be going, I, going for him at wing forward. I'd go for Stephen O'Brien as well because yeah. I have to go down to Kerry as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well no, but I would. Howard in the we mentioned what he did in the finals in the 
Mayo game, I think people forget, when Dublin were, were they struggling, were they not struggling, when they I weren't playing well in yeah, the first half, were, yeah. he was their best player yeah. by a long way in that point as well, so when the chips were down, he was keeping them in it a little uh, bit. I'm not sure, I, for me, Mannion, Paul Mannion uh, and Conor Callaghan are two certs. All certainties, yeah. And it's one of, of Howard or Kilkenny. I don't see Dublin getting four forwards in the Oster. And probably the not, team. Probably not. So to me, it's one of them is going to lose out on just on that alone. Okay. Um, so we'll nail down. We're, we're getting into the six <laughs> four. We'll nail down ten, eleven, and twelve here. We're we're all agreed. Thankfully, we've one agreement that Sean O'Shea is at yeah. number eleven. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about Brian Howard. There's a lot of talk about Kieran Kilkenny. There's a lot of talk about Michael Murphy, and there's a lot of talk about Stephen O'Brien. But we can only fit two of them. Can we get a consensus? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> me, for me, it's Stephen O'Brien and Kieran Kilkenny. For me, it's Stephen O'Brien. Stephen O'Brien, 10. Sean O'Shea, 11. And Kieran Kilkenny, 12 for me. That would be my uh, number. I'd be... I'd be I'd, look, Murphy was outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, and, you know, phenomenal year. Yeah, well, I, think, I think he should have been listed as midfield. Yeah, I think, so. I well, think so. And fair, the, the other side of it is, we'll probably have to pick what we think, not what we think is going to be picked as well. Oh, yeah. So we're no, getting so a bit skewered yeah, 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 by yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so for me, for me, you're going to end up with three Dublin and three Kerry uh, yeah. and, and in, the, in your forward. And for me, if that's going to be the case, it's going to be uh, your half forward of Kieran Kilkenny, um, Sean Che, and... Um, who, Stephen O'Brien. Yeah, I'll take okay. that. I'll take that. We'll go with yeah. I go with Howard. Yeah. The fact that the two carry <laughs> boys. Can we know? I, I would have Howard before. Can we know that you didn't propose it? Like, yeah. <laughs> just to ruin you. No, 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 no. I did. I, <laughs> Stephen O'Brien was outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Can we play forwards uh, in this team? Um, okay, right. Okay, so we're going. Kieran Kilkenny makes it in on the back of his replay man the match performance. Yeah, yeah, and and I th again. You know, Kilkenny's one of these players, he's such a team player, so he can mix everything. You can play Kieran Kilkenny, I would safely say, maybe bar the full-back than any other position on the field. Mm. He's, the, he's that good, and he yeah. can be that playmaker, he can be that inside finisher, you know, he's, and he's always the one player that never wastes the ball, no, never. No. You know, his, it might be, his passing is so good. So good, he never his gives the ball away. His passing is outstanding. His yeah. inch perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and there, was, there was one ball actually, I don't know what game it was now, but I have this memory of under the, the big screen in Croke Park, and he had the ball and he was looking to see was there somebody making a run, and with his weak hand, yeah. he fisted the ball 20 yards right into Mannion's path. Just mm. like, he's got all the skills in the and, game. And sometimes, he, which I, it, just, it was a real bugbear of mine, you know, you see him getting criticised because he oh just, fine. he was the one player that, you know, could win it in the full forward line, nothing on here, and I don't mind yeah, to keep possession, yeah. putting it back, and they were criticising yeah. him. Obviously, yeah. you know, part of the game plan wasn't, and Dublin are probably better than any team at doing that, working it, you know, a phase, we've seen it so often, mm -hmm. um, you know, a phase of maybe two minutes with the ball, and next thing, I went out in the final. final. We saw the final. It was four minutes, three or four minutes, and eventually, eventually got the point. Mannion comes, pops up, and is a, and he's the one player that is able to orchestrate that. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's, he brings a lot more than just his finishing yeah. in the final, yeah. you I know. Think, I think it's still there, Mark. Like, technically and skill-wise, I think sometimes we, we talk about the speed of Dublin and the physicality and their conditioning and their game plan and all of this, but technically, um, all those forwards are so good, even yeah. on a weekend. Yeah. A weak foot, they're just so oh, active. Yeah, top yeah. And he puts so many players in for, in for scores 
yeah. he's, the, he's the quarterback, he's the playmaker. Yeah. Just to go back on your point earlier, I was at a club match in Dublin about three to four years ago. I did a small bit of work with Thomas Davis and they were playing, Kilkenny's club were playing afterwards. And it was quite, you know, in a club match, there wasn't that many at it, it was Parnell Park, but it was during the summer or early summer, the ground was dry. And we were just hanging around afterwards on the sidelines, looking at it. And there was a, you'd swear it was a, an antelope or a, an elephant running, toot, 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 toot. Kilkenny, you could actually hear him shaking the ground. Yeah, he yeah. comes at so much pace. pace yeah, yeah. And he could, he, next thing he'll be at 40 metres out, and yeah. in the blink of an eye, he's 20 metres out. I mean, he comes onto the ball at such pace, he's unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, but as well as that, he has the. And the fact that he can, whenever he wants, he can go and add the three points like he did yeah. in the All Ireland yeah. final yeah. And, and, and be yeah. a scoring forward. Like, well, you know, when you'd it love to see, You'd love to see the Dublin training sessions because, <laughs> you know, I often say if you have forwards of the ability of these lads, we, w we were blessed in, uh, when we were playing because, you know, you might have been marking a Gooch or a Mike Frank Russell or a Johnny Crowley or a Declan O'Sullivan. So by, by marking these fellas, they were improving you as players yeah. every night. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine marking the likes of Conor Callaghan Dean Rock, you know, Kieran Kilkenny, any of these lads, you know, it's it's you know, as a defender, you're probably going home. That's why Small and Fitzsimons are as good as they are. But but you hear you hear lots of man like Cody would have famously said it doesn't do challenges, it's the competition that goes on in training, and you know people sort of it's off the cuff remarks, but again, you know, the Kildare team I came into and Mikko was big on his on his. You know, possibles versus probables, yeah, and yeah. and you, I was going in centre forward and Glen Ryan, and like, what a school and that is. Absolutely, Do you know what yeah, I mean? You yeah. had to fight every corner, and you knew yeah. half a yard too late, and you were in you were in big trouble. You know, so <laughs> so it, they were great, great school, and and, and and that's the thing. I'm sure it's in Kerry. I'm sure it's in a lot. Yeah. The, the, the biggest challenge is every night in training. Yeah, and when you right. come on, and maybe get a half a yard more in a, in a game. Yeah. It's nearly like yeah. the shackles are off, you know. We've done all this though and said that Michael Murphy isn't on the half hour. Oh, well, yeah. Best player in Ireland for the last over the last 10 years. Yeah. I'm going to try Michael Murphy's name back in again here now <laughs> just to give him another chance because it's full forward night now. Yeah. And uh, Conor Callaghan, Paul Mannion, David Clifford, Dean Rock, Paul Ganey, oh my God, Michael Murphy, Colin McShane. He's probably the next. Yeah. Like, you know, and look. It's not to be disrespectful to, to Connor Cox or Brian Hurley or to yeah, Paddy yeah. McBearty or anything like that, but in the year that's in it, it's those names really. Like McShane was brilliant, but we can only pick three. I think we're all agreed that Connor Callahan, and we'll talk more about him when we get to the, the, the player of the year, but Connor Callahan has to go in oh, given his yeah. last three matches. And David Clifford? Uh, for me, for me, Clifford has to be there. I think that the drawn match, even, and I would, you know. His, his consistency throughout the year, but just let's just look at the drawing match. Let's look at the pressure that he, he put on Johnny Cooper. And, you know, for all Kerry's dominance in the middle of the field in the first half, there was three balls that went into him. He won two frees, he won a penalty. Um, he was creating havoc inside there. And they had to change their game plan. They had to put Mick Fitzsimons back, who I'd imagine would have been the plan for Tommy Walsh when he came in. So that meant then that James McCarthy was coming back as well. So, and then, you know, for by his own standards, he was normal game with two points. Um, then the replay to kick four points from play. And any time he got the ball, he just yeah. looked so dangerous. And uh, for a young player to be so young, to, to be able to demand the ball, to, to be able to be so creative, off left, off right, I think it's, he's, just, he's just once in a lifetime footballer mm. that, that you know, comes along. Like again, for me, what defines a great player is that they never stop. 
and regardless of what's going right or what's going wrong, they just never stop. They're relentless. Like, you know, the first day, the first day in the order, in the you know, Clifford kicked two or three ones that you bank on him, yeah. you know, every day. But still had a massive influence, still mm -hmm. chipped in with a couple of scores, but causing Dublin defence, you know, loads of trouble. Um, and then to turn around and put on the performance he put on the second day, you know, albeit again on a losing team, but never stopped. And, and for me, again, with, with David Clifford, like David Clifford was a superstar before he ever kicked the ball at senior yeah, level. Yeah. What he'd done at underage, and that is, a, anyone that's, that's come through an underage system, the step to senior into county at the highest level Mass is massive. massive. And people do, don't really realise, they think, you know, for someone that does, doesn't understand the, uh, are not involved in teams, and they did say, oh, he was a great minor. And, uh, there's a reason why a lot of great minors don't make it. There's mm -hmm. a lifestyle and there's, you know, maybe they were strong, physically very strong at underage and, you know, people catch up and all that sort of thing. But he just moved through as if he's still playing yeah, minor. Yeah, and yeah. to me, that's why he's a great player and to me, that's why he's an all-star. Without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. Yeah, he just, if you, if you say, well, I'm going to be marking David Clifford and I lo I'm looking at the video and looking at all his matches, he's doing something different every day. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I know that he's going to, you know, dummy to the left and go to, to, to his right and, you know, kick off left. Uh, he'll do the opposite the next day. Yeah. So everything I was expecting, uh, you know, he's just a nightmare for any defender who'll, who'll try and do close analysis of him. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's, that's what you're saying. Like, I totally agree. Yeah. He just won't mark with really one of those yeah. guys. The, the drawn match for me, Anthony, where under the, the hill, Cusick's side when he got the ball and Fitzsimons was doing everything right. Uh, Clifford turned right, he turned left, turned right, he, tur he turned left again. Mm. And over the bar, he yeah. got a point of nothing. Yeah, and to be able to do that um, yeah. when there was nothing on for me it, and at such a young age, yeah. he's, he's a real leader. And you know, looking forward to watching him years to come. Absolutely. If I can take from what Johnny said earlier, and despite all the names you mentioned there, who were all brilliant and had great years, between us here and trying to pick this last position, are we looking at a choice between Paul Mannion and Cotton McShane? Am I missing out on someone? Possib possibly, possibly that, yeah. But f for me, it has to be Mannion. Right. And I just think he was, he was outstanding all year. Um, you could say, you know, the draw match missed a few chances, all right, in the replay as well. But just the, the consistency, he's just a tr like to, to be marking him. It would be the every time he gets the ball, you know, he's taking you on. And for a defender, that's the ultimate nightmare. And to be able to kick right, left. I mentioned physicality again. I keep coming back to it. To have that in your in your locker, it's 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 a massive thing. And uh, for me, he has to be a human. Look, Colin McShane was outstanding. I'm not taking away. There was the first half there against Kerry where he caused absolute, yeah, you know, yeah. mayhem. And and a, a great footballer. And to to see where he's come from, 2018, all of a sudden 2019, what he the the, the levels of improvement that he's brought to his game, you know, he's he's he was the reason. That yeah. Tyrone were where they were. Yeah, arguably, sure. Tyrone's best player of the year. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and he's not You guys, like, you know, we talked about that match earlier, you yeah, know, and the four points between them. Like, yeah. he is, he's the weapon now yeah, for Tyrone, isn't he's he? He's the yeah. go to man. Yeah. He was that day. Yeah. Um, when, when the game was in momentum, but he was the go to man. Um, really, really hard to mark. Physically, very, very strong. Um, yeah, and yeah, the reason why Tyrone, you know, got to, got to the allowance in the final. But Mannion is probably ahead on yeah, all, Mannion, all three scorecards. Mannion then had his best year probably for Dublin yeah. ever. Mm. 
this mm. year. You'd have to say that. Yeah. And he's really come of age, and again, he's, he's pace. He's able to kick from a standing position as well. Absolutely, he's yeah. He yeah, pull back yeah. from a defender, and the yeah. defender will have yeah. to shepherd it out. He's Probably the back. only player I've seen yeah. to catch you know, the way uh, he can do that. That, that skill is from, and his accuracy from a standing position that yeah. he's not pulled back, he just pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, you're happy with that? Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, there's loads of justification for for McShane, but I think, you know, again, the biggest games and and the big pressure and, and everything that goes with it, you know, it, it you can't argue against Mannion in, in any shape or form. Um, you know, and we're going to go on, and I suppose what's going on in my head now is going to go in and talk about Conor Callaghan who again is another shoe in and now you're up to eight Dublin players all stars <laughs> are eight Dublin players going to get all stars yeah. I'm not so sure you know it is, yeah. 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 I hope it's picked in this way where we talk about individual battles and stuff and not worrying about who what county yeah. because you could argue that Tyrone deserved more than one all star you know but, but ultimately it should come down to the the best team of the year shouldn't yeah. it yeah, but again, I suppose that's where if we were, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's so many best teams out there. Yeah, and Donegal <laughs> yeah. being also champions. Also champions, yeah. and, and they get nobody yeah. on it, you know. Yeah, we've got no Donegal players here, which is kind no. of incredible, yeah. really, no. yeah. And really hard done by, but the, the team that, that we've kind of come to some sort of a consensus on, I don't think we'll ever agree on that half forward line if we're here for another <laughs> few years, but uh, is uh, Cluxton, Fitzsimons, Ronan McNamee. Thomas Sullivan, Paddy Durkin, James McCarthy, Jack McCaffrey, Brian Fenton, David Moran, Kieran Kilkenny, Sean O'Shea, and Stephen O'Brien, David Clifford, Conor Callahan, and Paul Mannion. It's not a bad team. <laughs> no, it's not too bad at all. No, it's not too bad at all. And it's not too bad. Again, we'll we just we'll, we'll probably make sure that nobody in Donegal sees this video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we haven't even you know discussed. We'll probably discuss him if we talk about Player of the Year, but we haven't discussed Conor Callahan exactly really yeah. at all. I'm yeah. sure. But again, we, it comes it comes down to for me is is you know looking at the the best players playing at the highest level in the biggest games and they're fresh in your mind, you know, and that's yeah. why it, it is a f- an unfair. Really, we're talking about the team of the year, yeah. yeah. And for some of those players that are playing, they haven't maybe haven't played only half a year yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there probably is a fairer discussion and this happens every year. Yeah, this happens this conversation and it'll happen yeah. next year and for the next ten and years. And Michael Murphy's case oh, in point here. A case in yeah, point. He definitely didn't, yeah. you know, just versus his standard yeah. like, went out in Castle Bar that evening. Um, he didn't have if those if last three matches no, the way the no, exactly. players did yeah. to prove himself. Yeah. yeah. But, but if you're picking if you're picking a football gentleman for the last ten years, Michael Murphy would be well, probably, well, probably the number one. But if, you, if yeah, you're yeah. if you're what picking a, what, a, what a man for the game, you know. And if you're picking a team to say right, we we pick one team of footballers today. Forget about all hours one to fifteen that you want to play on for for Kildare, He's going to be he's going to be the first man you're thinking oh, yeah, of, you know. Yeah, so you know, I'm <laughs> probably your captain. Yeah, the Irish captain. so. There you go. So as the PWC GA GPA Footballer and Young Footballer of the Year, we'll get to the Footballer of the Year in a minute, but Young Footballer, we've talked about Sean O'Shea and David Clifford a lot. It's great to see Reen O'Neill in here as well. He's a future superstar in Armagh, I think, like, you know, he really came alive and came, you know, put himself on the national scene this year. But in fairness, the two Kerry lads we're talking about, they're in our 15. They're the ones that are, like, probably ahead at this stage. Is it Clifford or O'Shea? It's, it's... I'm not going to ask Sophie's choice for Mark, but <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Johnny? Uh, for me, 
I would give it to Sean O'Shea. I think um, and maybe I'm a little bit biased as, as someone that kicked freeze as well, but his performance um, all year, from start of the year to the finish, um, his, his kicking is, is, is unbelievable. For, and for just such a young guy, as I said earlier, the pressure that he must have been under, but obviously, you know, there's, there's ice in the veins. Um, such a, a, a brilliant year for him, um, and he gets my nod. Andy, I think you'd agree from... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. The ability to kick left and right. I mean, maybe Conor Cox has that as well. When, when I think he can freeze, it's just so natural. But O'Shea, because he's a playmaker as well, um, yeah. really probably edges it a small bit from, from, from Clifford. Um, so, I mean, I'd be an O'Shea fan. He yeah. really, really sets it up. It's nice to have two great footballers to have this conversation yeah. about. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is, yeah. <laughs> And and just to carry on from from Johnny's point about the it's great to see Armagh coming again and Ryan O'Neill and, and he mentioned Jared O'Burns they're they're great players. For me, you know what we, we look at the All Ireland Finals we see how good Clifford and how, how good O'Shea was. Um, just I'd go along with Sean O'Shea as well. I think Clifford has had an outstanding year. He got it last year, but you know we we saw the great scores O'Shea kicked in the draw and the replay. Cast your mind back to the National League when he kicked that outrageous sideline kick against Tyrone in the National League, where you know the fans were up in the stand, they just couldn't believe it. And to do it in such greasy conditions, winter, winter, underfoot conditions, uh, to be, would remind you of the kick that Morris Fitzgerald kicked against, um, against Dublin and Thurless. And he has that ability, he has that kicking ability. And like Johnny said, ice in the veins, you know, born to play football, and I'd be giving it to Sean O'Shea. Yeah, absolutely. An unbelievable season for, for Sean O'Shea. Um, we'll move on to the, to the Footballer of the Year, lads, and uh, three Dublin lads to pick from here. You know, Mark, this is an award that you won before. We were talking about honours earlier on, like, you know, about what it means to win an All-Star. Like, being picked by your peers as the best Footballer of the Year must be beyond an honour, really. Like, you know what I mean? That that's yeah. that you've, you've, you've stood out to them. That must have been a, a really class feeling. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Them. It was. It was, you know... It, that year, it was me and the Gooch and Declan O'Sullivan that were up for it, and genuinely anyone could have got it. And yeah. from he, you know, I think the way the way Declan played that year, the way Gooch played that year, they probably deserved it more than I did. And you know, just lucky to get it and honoured to get it. And like Johnny said, it's about everyone who helped you during the way, and 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 it, you know, it's about the team that got you there. And you know, it's 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 not really, it's it's a lovely thing to have. It's a lovely honour to have. But at the end of the day. You wouldn't have got it unless you you got to the position where you were, and uh, th th where the team got, I should say. And this year it's no different. You have three Dublin players there, and I think you could have three more if you if you yeah, if, you, yeah. Uh, if you really you know. I mean, Brian He's Fenton could be there as well. Mm -hmm. And how yeah. many times has he been, uh, you know, footballer in line for football of the year? Yeah. I think Jack O'Shea has the record. He's he's won it four times, you know. And Fenton can count himself very unlucky not to be there. But, uh, like but if you look at Jack McCaffrey, we haven't talked about, uh, we did talk about Clutch, we haven't talked about Conor Callahan. Jack McCaffrey was uh, man in the match in the All-Ireland semi-final and the All-Ireland final oh, yeah, this year. Yeah. And never mind what he did beforehand where he was destroying yeah. teams in his own. Yeah. And, and, and again, like to, to come from where he went last year and do exactly. the cruciate, you know, yeah. and to come back from that, like what? It's as if he was never over. Faster than yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, which yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, so it's, it's a case of point. Sometimes you lose a bit of pace when you do the crochet, but it's like <laughs> you could have got faster. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put in an extra, extra hamstring uh, or something. That's what we're preparing. 
And, and the killer, the killer thing for when he scores, sorry, I forgot to cross no, it, no. when he scores, be it a goal or a pint, he actually nearly runs faster <laughs> going back, back the field. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh my God. And, and particularly for that goal, uh, the, 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 the first day he, he got, you know, when you looked at it afterwards, he, he made a, a burst and run, run from his own, inside his own yeah. 14, I think, yeah, yeah. and just headed off. And took a chance, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, and then the, the finish was, you know, the one thing going up there at that pace, yeah. you know, you'd often maybe do, and you, your tongue would be out, you wouldn't be able to kick, yeah. kick yeah. the ball for, you know, the finish and everything, Composure, just yeah. absolutely, and he's done that time and time again for Dublin. Yeah. You know, he's, I meant two All Ireland finals in a row there, but as opposed to uh, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. semi final, he yeah. wasn't. But uh, has there ever been a player like him, Johnny? Like as in, not not even like. I don't know if there's ever been a player who plays from as deep as he does in a wing back position, but is such an attack and threat. But also, is the he's the dual threat. Like he can do the other side of the game as well as yeah. anybody as well. Like. Yeah, and I, I suppose he, he's complemented as well, which we don't see by you know the likes of Howard and these boys that slip into yeah. position sure. to, to let him do what he and yeah. and Kiss it's not by chance then that when he makes those runs, there seems to be acres of space. You're thinking, well, where's the you know the half forward? pulls out one side to give him that, that opportunity. So they, they do, you know, com complement each other. But again, I suppose, to, to answer your question, he's definitely uh, one in a generation type type player. Like we've, we've also seen down the years brilliant half-backs coming, you know, tearing up the field and getting scores. You know, you, can, you could put it all the way back to Mick O'Dwyer, who was probably, yeah, you know, yeah. um, like to Jared Power, these guys, Paul Kern, mm -hmm, you know, yeah. brilliant half-backs that would, would attack a pace, Most Sean Oak. Yeah, yeah Tomas. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> We'd even cornerbacks coming yeah. up and um, <laughs> kicking points in big games. But look, there, there always was, you know, Decky Mean and these guys. Mean, but yeah. but I think he's just a little bit above. You know, he's just such a creative player and pace. Like it's just phenomenal. He's he's a freak of nature with the pace yeah. he has. Yeah, it's I think it's creativity though. I mean, it is. He's, he's he's picking a run. He's picking a pass. He's he's going again. He'll pop it. He'll go. That's the modern wing back. I'm, Maybe Ryan McHugh might come yeah. out yeah. close to sure, yeah. him, but there's no other wing back coming as close to him. Yeah. And Khan then is like, this was a guy who everybody's so excited about anyway, and already kind of among the best players in the country who just took that step forward again this year. And what he did against Mayo in particular, I think just made everybody think this guy's on a new level completely again now, isn't he? But that was my point about going at players. Mm. Yeah. And I think poor old Lee Keegan will have nightmares looking at the, the reruns of that tape because Khan gets the ball and it's just route one. He just goes for it. And I think that the goals, that's that's the way they were. And the the, the, the social media picture of him, you know, of Khan before and Khan now. Yeah, and yeah. The, the we've all seen it and the physique. And mm. I keep going back to the physicality and they have it. And... If you're if you're a cornerback and you're marking this guy and you know like what you have to do to beat him is basically to get get to the ball before him because if he gets the ball, the problems start and and you know he'll take you on if he if he doesn't he'll slip it but more often than not and then to, to do what he did and then come out the following week and kick two three in a in a, in a hurling uh, <laughs> in a game you know he's just he's a freak of nature and he's just uh, yeah. thank God I'm retired anyway. <laughs> But the, the thing about him, and about all really good inside forwards, his first, he's like an instinct for goal. Mm. And you talk yeah. about the, particularly the second goal uh, he scored against Mayo, he just seemed to step inside, drop the hip, and all of a sudden Lee Keegan was gone. Yeah. Without him even playing the ball, he just, whatever way he jinked, 
And the Gooch had it as well. If you remember the, the All Ireland final against Mayo, the ball he caught. Oh, yeah. Caught, yeah, came in, and one bounce on three defenders. Yeah, yes, yeah. It looked like he was going to pull the trigger. He just bounced, he came into the left foot, turned, and just yeah. passed it. And the, the, the David Heaney went one side. He lost three defenders in one bounce. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can't, you, you know, you're talking about going into a court, you can't coach that. You can show mm -hmm. lads, you can, but that, I think that's something that is it's instinctive in you. I agree with you. Um, and, he, and just, you know, first thing on his mind, it was interesting to hear him after the All-Ireland, he was interviewed, and, you know, his, his mantra, his mindset was that, oh, well, sure, you have to go for goal, and if sure, if the worst thing happens, you probably end up getting a pint. <laughs> like, how many people think that way? You know, and that, that's, that's for me, why yeah, he's a bit special, you it's know? It's what you want from me as a forward, as yeah, you absolutely. said, you want him to, to take on the ball, but he'll always take the right option, mm. and he'll go at it different ways at different times, but it's... And two brilliant feet. He, he yeah. wants his balance. Yeah, his balance is... Yeah. It's, he's, he's never put off balance. He had a fetch in the... Super race match against was common that he yeah. almost you know yeah. put his put his his leg into <laughs> full three sixty. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, his athleticism that he's brought to this year. But he will always go for, for, for the juggler, go for the goal. He was arguably Dublin's best forward in I think almost maybe all but one of their games this year in a team <laughs> in a, a team that won and won the All Ireland. Where does that leave us then? Um because we talked about Cluxton earlier probably having his best year and being the kind of heartbeat of everything that Dublin do well. McCaffrey, I, I think McCaffrey's probably third on this list, is he? He is yeah, for me. Yeah. For, for, is for me as For well, me, yeah. in, a, in an era that, you know, I, I remember uh, growing up and we, the father had the, the Kerry Golden years and, and at the end of the, the, the Kerry Golden years video, which I watched time and time again, mm -hmm. um, was Mick O'Dwyer came on and he said, you know, he credited the team, yeah. did, you know, they were talking about the f the f going for five in a row. He says, they've achieved something another team will never achieve. To me, this Dublin team, okay, that team, that era was, they've won eight All-Ireland medals. Yeah. Maybe Dublin won't do that, but they've done what that Kerry team, yeah. and that's no disrespect to the Kerry mm -hmm. team, but they've won five in a row. And the constant all the time in that, and the catalyst for that, for me, was Stephen Cluxton. Oh, yeah. um, I'm not sure, I'm not to trying to write him off or anything. He looked like a, a lad that celebrated that a little bit differently. Okay, it was five in a row. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for, for the rest of the country, let's hope. It would be a, a huge travesty if he, go, if he retires and doesn't have football of the year uh, beside his name. And, and, and maybe that's sentimental on my, on my behalf. Yeah. I would have said the same, looking down to the role of honour, that there's no Colin Cooper as football of the year, mm -hmm. to me, was... I was one of the greatest of his, yeah. of his era. Um, so for me, you know, and I know a footballer of the year should be just that window of, mm. of the year. Um, he had a phenomenal year, yeah. plus everything else that went with, captained the five in a row team. He's my footballer of the year. I'd, I'd have to agree with that because, you know, we were talking about Brian Fenton, we were talking about standards. Stephen Cluxon has standards and we just take them as, as a given. His kickouts, the way they go according to plan, the way he sets up the Dublin attacks, the replay, the way there was a ball, I think, 60 yards kicked out to the Hogan stand side to Kilkenny. These are just not we, things that we take as, as normal. And, you know, he, he we, we used to have vi uh, video sessions on Stephen Cluxon. We'd spend 20 minutes trying to crack this fella. And, you know... What other player could you say that of that you're spending 20 minutes to try and try and curb, stop him? And you know what? There was days where, geez, we have this fella, and 
first half and he'd go in at half time, he'd, he'd get himself right and he was able to, to, to come out of an area where, and every player plays poorly in certain stages or does mistakes, but he'd come out and he'd correct those mistakes and all mm -hmm. of a sudden it was normal service resumed. And you know, when you get to an All-Ireland final then, you know, you're, you're, you, you have your standards all the way through, then you get to an All-Ireland final and all of a sudden, Kerry are putting it up to you and you have to go up a notch. He went up two or three notches. You know, he was kicking balls out. He was blocking balls. We mentioned the saves. What he brought to Dublin this year is nothing short of phenomenal. And I'd have to agree with John. And, and I think to me, there was, there was a, a story a few years ago about him when Dublin were after winning the, winning the All-Ireland. was maybe three or four years ago. I think Anthony Tohill was captain of the, or was manager of the Compromise Rules team. And they were training, um, they were training in Dublin on a Saturday morning. There were some of the Dublin lads had to go, said to Anthony, we have to go. We're getting a team photo taken this morning. They had to be wherever they were to be. And they all headed off, and no sign of Stephen Cluxton moving. And to Anthony said to him, do you want to you go? He said, no, I'm here to train. Nothing gets in the way of my training, and they'll wait for me. And he kept them waiting an hour. Yeah, yeah. He said, they weren't going to take the picture without me. Mm. And, and so that tell you, like, that'll tell you the mindset of someone like that. So it's not by chance. He he's the best at his game, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's the, he's he is the best. He's not just the captain. Things we don't see what goes on behind closed doors, and there is no doubt he is the best guy in the dressing room as a player. And and if you're talking about players needing um, recovery as they did after the first day, if they're they're down at halftime, Cluxton is the go-to man. Yeah. He is the best at at uh, rallying his troops and when he speaks. You know, it's it's People it's it's, it's something similar to your story. That's 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 it every day and mm -hmm. every night with Justin. Yeah. And somebody's a fraction off, you will tell them. Um, and to have that that leader and that respect, and he has put himself there. So I suppose it's fitting in a way after after winning, being the first team to win five in a row, and as their captain hasn't got player the year before this should get it this year. For me, that's why he should get it. Um, there's also a point that Mark said. He was slightly nervous, or maybe not. Or the team, Kerry, were going to really go at him uh, by, by pushing up the first day mm. um, until the Howard kick out, until he pinged that, that ball inch perfect and Howard popped it to McCaffrey. Normal service resumed. resumed yeah. Then you have the two, it's saving the penalty. Okay, you can argue that <laughs> Paul could put it lower to the corner, yeah. but it was a crucial save. Kerry were blind at that stage, had to score that penalty. And he saved for Moshe in the second half. I mean, he did keep Dublin in it. Oh, uh, no, no doubt. And yeah. by saves <laughs> and by his kickouts. Uh, yeah, for, for me, not, not only Footballer of the Year, but one of the most influential players of all time. For sure. Yeah, mm. for sure. Uh, the, the biggest but thing for me as well is his modesty and the way he conducts himself. And yeah. that's an example to any player. I think the majority of the GA players. Or have that modesty like and how to carry themselves. And All these first yeah, five players. Absolutely. Uh, there's one, you know, uh, even Brian Fenton, when, when the word was that Brian Fenton would go to all the Dublin hurling matches over the last five years because he said that they deserve to get the same support as the, as the footballers. That's what he taught. Uh, so mm. the, the mentality of these players, or all the 45 players that are here, you know, they're to be admired. But, but that, that's why they are all stars. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, that goes across any sport. And we live in an era and we, we hear about the all blacks and, you know, their, their mentality and the, the no gobshite yeah, yeah. rule and all that sort of thing. They don't do it. But these, in the top teams, these guys that don't come up to that level, they don't survive. They're weeded out. 
Um, and, and there was one clip after the All Ireland final, as there normally is. I think I think it was Cormac Costello was the music was going in the dressing room, and there was a bit of dancing. Yeah. After winning five in a row, he was well entitled to do it. <laughs> but all just on the corner of the camera, here's Stephen Cluxton with the brush sweeping the dressing room. Mm -hmm. So like you go in and there's some really good lads and they were in my dressing rooms. I'm sure they were in the lads as well. They were great to talk, but actions were way off where the talking was done. Yeah. All these guys, and you, I'm sure if you go back to clubs, they'll, they'll give you examples. They're as big a club men as they are county men. Um, they just, I suppose, they're, they're lucky enough. And they talk about representing the club and what it means to the people that gave them that opportunity. And, and that's the big thing about it. And sometimes we can get, you know, when kids look at the telly and they're, we, we, you know, we talk about this natural thing. And yeah, of course, there's a bit of flair and there's a, you know, it comes easier to some people, but it's their mindset, it's their mentality that sets all of these and all of these lads apart. They yeah. are all, all all stars for that reason, for me. Absolutely. And that's the perfect way to leave it, I think. Thanks a million to Johnny Doyle, to Mark Shea and to Anthony Cunningham. Thanks, lads. Thanks, mate.